0: welcome back to in their own league podcast it's me B Garns, uh, aka the film B and I'm joined by the wonderful Joan hello hi Joan and the also wonderful Stephen
1: B Garns.
0: yeah B Guns.
1: is that your rap name
0: that's my rap name (laughs) no it's like no it's like my name that I used to call myself when I was like a teenager growing up in the early 2000s it's
1: like when you were on AOL right
0: yeah (laughs) actually no um it's Queen Busy Busy, B-I-Z-Z-I I -I. I thought it was cool you see so it was either B-Gones or Queen Busy
1: well me me and Jane need to come up with equally great nicknames
0: i know like come on what's going on here you clearly weren't growing up in like the early 2000s you're not well I, well, well
1: no i'm not <laughs> no. I'm, I'm a kid of the 80s but i used to call my i was, I was still in those places i just called myself nepet oh god what was it nepet's Remlap, which is my name backwards
0: oh wow <laughs> That sounded there like something from Dungeons and Dragons.
1: But, yeah, you know. uh, probably. Well, that, that, you're <laughs> really, really outed me now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Joan? Did you have any funky little nicknames when you were younger?
2: No, no I was just teased a lot. So they weren't pleasant names. So we'll just leave it
0: at that. <laughs> Aww. I would have called you Joe Man, you know, because it's kind of like Joan <laughs> Eamon. The, like joe yeah man. well see that's
2: my husband's name so yeah i wasn't joan
0: no uh, amen
2: and i had a long italian name that you probably wouldn't <laughs> it's oh. awful, so trust
0: me on that one <laughs> well
2: which is why it was a convenient thing to become joan amen
0: yeah it's like nice i like it that's good it, it suits you it suits you I, would, I can't think of you with anything else if i'm going to be completely honest well, so anyway, it was a rambling start to the podcast. Stephen will edit most of this. So, you know.
1: It's gold. It's pure gold.
0: <laughs> pure gold.
1: <laughs> no one wants uh, to hear about films. They just want to hear about yeah, what, what our this... user IDs were on AOL and, and Yahoo and stuff.
0: <laughs> and Hotmail.
1: <laughs> I still oh, my think Hotmail. Don't, don't, don't. I'm
0: showing my age. Um, anyway this does tie into what we're talking about because we are discussing the wonderful film Turning Red uh, as part of our animated April. And I'm really glad that we brought animated April back and I just say that because I love animation and I think like well, animated films have a way of connecting with people of all ages. I know like they kind of get dismissed as just being for children. but I think the especially with Pixar movies, they connect with such a wider audience and a very like a very adult audience like I think of films like Inside Out and Toy Story movies they have a way of connecting with you know a more adult audience due to their themes that are discussed in those movies and I think unless you you know you've as a child you don't necessarily you might be dealing with those emotions but you're still you're still processing them (laughs) But it isn't until you get older that you reflect on how you were as a child. And I think that's what's wonderful about the Pixar films, is that they're clearly made um, by people who have lived through those experiences. Uh, and I think Turning Red is definitely one of those movies that is, is, has been oh. made by someone who knows what it's like to be a teenager. You know, it's not just made by a committee or like a old... White man <laughs> behind some desk, you know. So uh, I, that's just my thoughts. But uh, what what are your general thoughts about Pixar?
2: Well, the great thing about Pixar, well, it used to be anyway, was that they t- let their their artists take their time in developing mm. their stories. You know, uh, I think Toy Story took years. Uh, you know, and then they're still developing the story even, you know, recently. And it just allows their artists to bounce off of each other, come up with ideas, discard ideas, you know, really build a strong, solid story because you could draw beautifully. But, you know, if it's if it's if it doesn't have a strong story, you know, you're not going to be moved by it. It's not going to stay with you.
0: What about you, Stephen?
1: Um, So for me, just because of my. So today, as we're recording, God knows when I'll edit it and publish it. But as we're recording, (laughs) today is my youngest daughter's 20th birthday.
0: Oh, happy birthday to her.
1: Happy birthday, Maisie. Yeah, Aww, and, and, I love that name. Yeah, or DJ Maisie Mays as she goes by. Oh, that's so. To cool. Try, to our earlier stuff because she's a she performs music and stuff, and she's amazing. Oh, that's
0: so cool.
1: She is, she's bloody amazing, and it's hard to. I only if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have believed I was her father. Anyway, not the point. Aww. Maisie and Amy, my two daughters, are sort of growing up. It's been in the Pixar age, when we were going to the cinema, which mm. was the, one of the things I would do with them. Um, yeah. You know, dad, Daddy's going to take us to see... I've seen a lot of animated films. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I've seen a lot of talking dog movies. And oh, my
0: gosh, pi- yeah.
1: And the Pixar movies were always a bit of an event. Yeah. So whether you might like Madagascar or Shrek, and they've all got their... Well, maybe Shrek's a bad example, but the, there are a lot of sort of second-rate ones. Shark Pixar- Tale. Yeah, that kind <laughs> of thing, which, which are fine... But we're not going to go back to them. And Pixar also obviously are leading in the technology front in terms of animation. Um, But they have these stories, these complex stories that talk on so many levels. And a lot of animation does. Obviously, I'm the Asian cinema guy, right? A lot of anime also is quite adult. But very rarely in this kind of, you know, you can go to a 35-year-old dad can go to the cinema with his six-year-old daughter and see a Pixar movie and both get a completely different experience mm. there's a complexity there you know people always talk about Toy Story 3 being you know really for middle-aged men yeah because and, and you know I know I'm not to so I didn't I did cry watching that which I don't cry at movies <laughs> these days I do but I'm old but you know back when I was a man in my
3: 30s (laughs) (laughs)
1: um and so that's always been the thing about and there were events cinema but somewhere along the line Mm. I felt they've ceased becoming events and they just seem to pump them out but I went back and had a look and they're not coming out any more regularly than they used to (laughs) I think it's just my age has changed I
0: feel maybe that that's kind of like how they're being released.
1: Hmm. Oh, indeed, and I kind of missed turning red until you sort of until Joan said, "Oh, you must watch it and come and join in this podcast because I think you'll get a kick out of some of the stuff in the movie." I wasn't going to even bother watching it. I haven't watched the last, I haven't watched anything since Incredibles two, to be honest with you. Not with a, not with a, you know, a release day week one. Further, I Uh I picked them up, but I just not interested. Whereas, you know, the Incredibles, Toy Story two and three, some of the others are up i think yes. you know that yeah. you know, th- th- i've loved them but some of the more recent ones i just i don't know if they're good or bad i just haven't had them on my radar so i came into this thing almost like coming back to pixar mm. and i was dubious but luckily utterly charmed
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it was like it's such a shame i i mean we sort of like prior to recording we were discussing like um our, issues with Disney plus and i feel like it's a real shame that turning red didn't get released in in cinemas because it, it it's even though it's a small i guess it's like a small story but the animation and the the um the way that the, the magical aspect of the movie in lots of ways it kind of needs to be seen on a big screen and i'm thinking like there's so many recent like animated movies that are just being streamed now and it is you i don't know just not the same experience at least not for me like i remember seeing like going to see toy story and going to see like finding nemo and they they were clearly made to be watched on a big screen and i think the same is with turning red but we're not getting that opportunity to actually see them in the in the cinema and um i don't know like
1: no i'd agree it's what i was talking about about it being Mm. event cinema and yeah it all almost makes it a bit less special and it almost makes it uh, because it is a small story Mm. isn't you know there's some big shit happens at the end but
3: yeah
1: on the whole it's a story about a girl going through puberty with a little mix of sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it the sort of the American-born Chinese experience, but I know it's set in Canada, which you know again is really cool because how often do you see Toronto in a movie?
3: Yeah, um,
1: that's true. Uh, but it, whilst I agree with you in in technical animation terms, I'd love to see it on something bigger than my TV <laughs> or on my computer. Um, is were they worried that the story was maybe a bit small? And doesn't have doesn't have the, the I don't know I mean I know Toy stories is a bit small as well literally but there's but there's there's sort of action sequences and things like that which but the same aren't really with here.
0: let's be honest Up or Ratatouille mm. th- those are small stories really but but, yes.
1: but but Ratatouille for example is a wacky comedy as well which again
0: right, is yeah. quite a, you
1: know right. that, that that's a that's a valid genre um Up. Up is the film, I would say, this has... But there's quite a lot of fantasy in Up, though, isn't there? Yes. Um, but it has a... that oh, I've got that beginning, five minutes of Up. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. my
0: goodness. But this, <laughs> this is the thing. There's The emotional. I had more of an emotional connection with Turning Red than I have had with any other Pixar movie.
1: And is that because you were a 13-year-old girl once?
0: <laughs> yes. Recent, um,
1: fairly recently, obviously, Bianca. In, in, in... <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year. Oh uh, gosh. But that, <laughs> that, <but> that, that's <laughs> I'm 33 I'm this year. Like
0: I've, I'm, t- you know, 20 I've years had... later. Yeah,
1: but that—that's yeah. what I mean. That—that's kind. Of... I wasn't just being facetious. I, like mm-hmm. this, this is a story which talks to two demographics. There's that 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 Asian American. Mm-hmm tiger mom experience which you know stereotype or not is probably a thing and it's talking to a female the female growing up going through puberty the relationships that you might have with your mother um whereas forty-nine percent of the demographic probably don't have that I mean I loved it don't get me wrong but I didn't connect with it the same way I might have connected with throwing all my toys away at the end of Toy Story 2 yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whatever it was is, whatever
0: um, we've not seen this in a Pixar movie, no, and that's I don't know why it's taken so long for that to be the case. This if is the first Pixar
1: honest. movie directed by a woman I, I believe and the fact yes, that I is so. as well is is i mean she she also won the Oscar for bow, which, yes. 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 which
3: is yeah
1: she's also utterly charming
3: <laughs> yeah um, it really
1: is. Uh, um so that i did yeah and I, obviously this is this is our reason for being on this on this podcast and this website is <laughs> it's about you know f- females in film so it's just interesting i think it's a very female-led story and that's not a criticism of it i just want no, that, no. if it doesn't have the universal connection that maybe <laughs> some that, of the other films do
0: that is crazy when you think about it like 50 percent of the population yeah. is female more. more yeah 50 1%. percent or
1: something isn't it yeah, yeah or just just yeah. O- just over yeah it, it is it so is
0: so i don't understand why it's you know there's still animation still tends to be a very much uh, unless it's like a, a, a princess type of movie like the the female characters are very much tied down to that that sort of fairy tale
3: world.
0: Mm. Whereas when you have like animation, when I think of like animated films that are have happen to have like a ma- their main character as a man, I'm thinking of like Peter Pan or Jungle Book or you know those type yeah. of movies. I mean,
1: obviously Disney have got all their yeah.
0: Obviously,
1: they've got all their princesses, right? So it's not it's not to say there aren't female-led no, no. animated movies at all, but they don't on the whole talk about the female experience in, in this kind of personal way. It's a, it, you know, you could imagine it being a live action, maybe without turning into a giant panda, they'd probably <laughs> use, a, use a different metaphor. I and mean, we all know what the metaphor, you know, the name of the film mm. is a metaphor for something. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it's, yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I just think maybe it's a, for, Maybe they didn't go all out on it, not just because of the pandemic, because they maybe felt it was a bit of a, a small story. I think it will get um I think it will get legs. I think it will be a much loved movie by many people moving on. but yeah, it, it, I agree with you, B. it's a shame it didn't yeah. get a release at all.
2: Mm. So, I don't know if it's a small story, yeah. so much to say that on a big screen, especially the ending, mm. wouldn't have really worked well. Because you've got, you know, you've got a big scale action sequence going on that personally I would have loved to have seen on a big screen. You know, that would have been great because the detail, I mean, it's epic. The detail of these creatures, sure, we've seen fur before in Pixar movies, but the detail of these creatures is just tremendous. And to see that on a big screen would have been great.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And do you know what? I I thought... For a climax in a in a movie, it's not you know in a a Pixar movie. That was kind like pretty cool, like.
1: Although, although is. So you're talking about when the ma- so spoilers <laughs> you, 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 I was you, trying to you, say that I was trying to say it without such well. Oh, we can have spoilers. I mean, yeah. it's not as if it's hard to see this.
0: If um, you've not seen Turning Red, then it's $7.99 $7. <laughs> $7. for a Disney Plus subscription. So and, and it's, head and it's, over
1: and it's, there. and it's worth it. But there's there's a moment where um May May's mother, her mm. in a panda, gets released and it's big and it's, it's, ki- ki- big panda. it's kaiju big yeah, yes <laughs> and, exactly exactly this it's Lovely it's scene <laughs> where she comes out in the dark yeah. like Godzilla, and it's amazing but she gets there but actually i would say there is the there's that there's like five minutes in the i don't i don't know the name of the toronto stadium but whatever it is superdome or whatever that that gets trashed but actually the real climax happens in this kind of you know this bamboo forest doesn't it oh i that's, love that yes that, that's where and again, that so different. beautiful. So it, so it isn't about, it isn't really about the fight, because mm. the fight is is pathetic, because she's 200 <laughs> stories tall and everyone else is Even, <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> even like
0: May's panda it. is like this tiny little thing compared to her.
1: Because it's really a story, it's not a story about having a fight, it's not a masculine, th- let's beat up the big thing and shoot loads of no, things. No, no. It's really the real thing it's a story about mother and daughter actually finding be able to talk about yeah. how they're going different yeah. ways and but i still love you and you know which is great stuff but it's just different to i don't know the sort of the action sequence at the end of toy story yeah which really or the,
0: yeah or like the climax of, and finding nemo mm. you know? Where right right right
1: yeah the climax is to me it's in a different place it's in the heart rather than in the fist yeah you can can use that that's a (laughs) there's a tagline for you pixar This
0: this is the thing like i've been feeling for a while that pixar have almost lost their way um and it's good to see like with turning red like i generally was like oh actually you know what if this is the direction they're going to take then i'm more than happy to you know for them to take this direction like you know, the smaller stories and more personal stories. Cause I just feel like they were getting into the, too many of the, the sequels to. Oh,
1: uh, did, did we need a yes. Cars 3? I didn't even know there did was a Cars we, did 3. Did we class. need
0: a Monsters University? The answer is no.
1: Do we need Lightyear? Which is the next one. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a fifth yeah. movie about, I mean, I'm, I haven't seen Toy Story 4. I'm sure it's wonderful. But the reason I didn't see it is I'm, I'm done.
0: Yeah, I kind of felt the story concluded with the third one.
1: Yeah, I I I like animation being used in small stories, and I like it being used in feature length stories as well. You know, obviously, their 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 short films are always delightful. Yeah. Uh, but but the fact that this is a small story that you doesn't have to be animated, but is improved because it is. Yeah. It gives yeah. them that infinite budget, and it enables. Yeah, it's just. It's just lovely, and that's not. So that have, even, have you have even have
2: you seen Bow? Have you seen the Oscar-winning Bow, the short story that yeah. the Director First did? And it's just that that short movie hit me so hard because as a mother of adult children, I could re- talk about the human, the, the woman experience, the female experience. That hit me so hard because at that time that it came out, my children were in the process of moving out of home, Aww. and you know, the, and it was just it was just the timing and. The creativity of how, uh, I mean, she uh, translated, you know, a mother's feelings into this, you know, kind of uh, magical realism, I guess you could call it, with a little bow. And it just hit me so hard. So when I heard that she was doing a full-length movie, I was just so excited to see this film. And, Stephen, you said, like, you know, you have been... You know, a big fan of Pixar years ago with your kids. Me mm. too, and I really have been drifting away from Pixar also, like you said, because I feel like you know they really weren't speaking to me. But I was yeah, so looking yeah. forward to this film because of Bow.
1: Although Bow, Bow was... does have one problem in it. On the bus, she feeds her Bow a Bow. <laughs>
0: It's like cannibalism.
1: And, and yeah, I was a little concerned about that. Obviously, I appreciate that six minutes of the film is in a dream, but and it's not real. But that was, you know, the amount <laughs> of effort so, I know um, to animate stuff. That and,
3: is so, nitpicking. So. I'm
1: just well, gonna in eight, just eight minutes, call... when a child is forced to eat other thing, other children, I think that's a horror movie. <laughs> 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 but, but no, Joan, you're right. And it talks, it talks to anybody who's been a parent. Those are
2: delicious. Have you had a bowl lately? They're it? wonderful. <laughs>
1: pork steamed bun is like my mm. one of my favorite. It does. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm, li- I'm very hungry right now just I'm sorry doing, like, but um you,
1: so, yeah but yeah. it does in eight minutes it encapsulates and you know, I'm guessing you're, from a mother's point of view even from a father's point of view and the fact that your children grow up and you maybe lose connection with them or you fear or is that fear of losing connection with them and it, and it does it all in eight minutes and it's not about it's not really about a, 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 a bow coming to life, is it? It's it's about it's, it's a metaphor, and but yeah, get, like like you knowing that, I was excited about this as well, yeah. but maybe not enough to have it on my radar. But then when I did, and I remembered everything, because Bow ba- Bow came out with, I can't remember what film it was paired up with.
2: Was it? Oh, I think it was Toy was it? Story was Four.
1: Was, no, I think, I think right. it was Toy Story Four. I think, I think it was you're right. I think four you're right. years I think ago. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a, that's a thing. But it's delightful, and it, and and that kind of family dynamic thing, which obviously the director's interested in, mm-hmm. carries through to this.
2: Yeah. Oh, right. Absolutely. I mean, you see another, you you see a mom's role in a different way. I mean, Bao was the mom of adult children. This is a mom of a, you know, a child who is becoming an adult. Mm. And just on the cusp, cusp of becoming an adult.
0: Yeah, and I think what's interesting about this movie is like, um, it explores like the, without getting into too much of it, it does explore like, inherited trauma and you know the trauma is you know happens to be in the form of a red panda you know and like the the how like (laughs) the you know how our parents may may experience trauma and how that like is then transferred to their offspring you know and I thought that was interesting because it was, like, you could see the effects of, you know, May's mother's, like, upbringing by her own mother. You know, this, like, she's in fear of her. That moment where she's, like, calling her and you suddenly see her and you can sort of, like, oh, right, yeah, this is, you know, she's frightened, you know, of of disobeying her own mother. And that's, like, so that's why she is so... Hard on May, and like you know, trying to make her be an overachiever. And I thought that's really interesting how it, it you know, the filmmaker clearly understands what it's like to, you know, mm. reflect I mean, on on the the way that mothers are. To, you know, and and in especially
1: especially sort of the Asian mother thing, this mm. this matriarchal concept that. And, and, and the respect of the elder, which happens in Asian cultures to a different degree than ours. I mean, obviously, I've seen it in, in other other films and it was just nice to see it here. And that May's mother, it's not super critical of her. Mm. She She's not demonised, I don't no, think. No, no. No,
0: She's not the villain um, of the piece. She really she, isn't. Uh, well, is isn't really a villain. Of right.
1: It's, a that's girl. what's so great about it. And and someone's categories. Sorry about that.
2: Hi. The news had to make an
0: appearance. Sorry about that. What we were
1: worried about, Joan, is that you just turned into a giant panda. I was a bit
0: worried then that Joan (laughs) is now a panda, and I
1: was
2: like, oh, yay. That's exciting. I'm I'm going to go fight some battles. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I'm I'm not furry. Last I checked.
0: (laughs) But I. I just want to say like I what I love about the movie is obviously it's setting like it could have easily have been set in contemporary times you know 2022 I hate saying that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) just feels so wrong um but love the fact that it's set what like in the early 2000s like there was so I was just like oh my gosh that was me like you know her obsession with the boy band the like the tamagotchi Mm. the the, like i don't the fashion you know i think i put like and the fact that her hair was red like it goes from you know black hair to turning into like her red hair i was like that's literally me like like, i put a picture up on instagram i was like had an old school photo of me you know (laughs) like (laughs) it was just a picture of me like with her little glasses on and like her like choker necklace but i i love the fact that it was in that because so many like people you know millennials you know we give them such a bad rep (laughs)
1: deservedly (laughs) hey
0: look we're not all snowflakes who just eat avocado toast okay you
1: know we're we're adults now gen x needs to be needs to be um proof of that but yeah no i know what you mean it invokes it's
0: nice to actually you know uh, how many movies have been made where it's like oh you know it was so great being a teenager in the 80s or you know like you're right
1: but you're making me and Joan feel really old because (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be ageist we had the the John Hughes movie you know your Ferris Bueller's and your things like that we don't
0: have that we've never had our own
1: no, like, you probably didn't. You probably every everyone making films when you were growing up was harking back to 20 years previously and believe yeah. this film is harking back to 20 years previously and
0: I'm on all I'm on board for this. Yeah, like, come no, on, that's what I want.
1: Absolutely fine. I absolutely, you know, Poor I may, movies, I, may have been, I may have been 30 <laughs> in this period. Like I'm probably I'm probably was the age then that you are now be, but I'm pretty aware of the obsession with boy bands and tamagotchis, tamagotchis. Yeah. hyper colorful fashion and mm-hmm. there's a few other things in there as well and of course oh, being a Pixar movie it's full of these little things
2: that's what I was just gonna say it's so great because did you, did mm-hmm. you see her her case of her musical instrument and all the stickers on it it was mm-hmm. so great that was so awesome because they have such little details. So, you know, like, yeah. I think it was a reference to 2K. Like things didn't, didn't die on crash
0: return <laughs> in 2K, which was like. Oh, I remember oh. that and like everybody <laughs> being terrified. I just want to say like by the way, I had a t- so when I was eight, I got a Tamagotchi for my bir- like birthday, and I was so over the moon for it. I was like, oh my god, I really wanted a Tamagotchi. My sister was so jealous that I got a Tamagotchi. She <laughs> threw it in the paddling pool.
1: I only know yeah. her from your other podcast, but that sounds absolutely <laughs> your message for Etherea.
0: Oh, no, that's, no, that's not Etherea. She wasn't even born. Was oh, born different
1: in, like, sister. This is my sister,
0: Harmony. So, oh, my you God. Know, like, Etherea oh, wasn't my even born. Oh, but,
1: mate. mate then, it does, then it's, a thing, it's obviously a thing in your family that you all need to work through. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, we clearly need a Pixar movie where we work on our problems and we, like, you know, go for some sort of spiritual thing connect at the end, you know. But, like...
1: But, that's, so, but that is what Pixar gives you, right? Yeah. There's this... Other movies are, are great, you know. Your Shrek, for example. Your Shrek movies are great because the jo- there are jokes to find all around it, but they might not have this sort of casual detail that, that that's Pixar seem to imbue in their in their stuff you know it's not everything has to be a joke not everything has to be a reference not everything has to be a an ironic callback to something it's just legitimately there and rooms are full of detail you know her bedroom her her um even the panda is full of glorious detail (laughs) you know what i mean
2: um did anyone catch that there in the in the restroom scene there was a, a small a small girl with a a diabetes uh device on her arm No. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't get that.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I I thought that was so brilliant. I was like, oh, my God, look at this. Do you know what I found revolutionary about the movie? was the fact that it's the first time we've seen, like, tampons in animation, you know, in a Pixar movie. And I saw, like, people getting upset over that. Like, you know, I saw, like, articles where it's like, oh, people are, like, outraged that they would dare show period products in a movie and I'm like well this is what you know so many women go through young I mean women this, go this is what
1: happens to 99% it's, of young uh, women 99.99% I yeah, think it's, yeah, I think it's yeah. really great I think I think in fact I one of the things I thought when watching I wish they'd leaned into that aspect of it a little more I think mm. and, and I read some quotes from the filmmakers who sort of so yeah we didn't want to go too far because we thought we were going to it was all going to be cut out
3: yeah they, she
1: really thought that you know the, the powers that be those those gray-haired old men in suits were gonna yeah
0: the say, no, no, that, or whatever exactly
1: <laughs> we don't we don't we don't want to talk about panty liners in this film um but they did but, and they got yeah. over it they got through it and it was a thing and it's a conversation mothers have to have with their daughters
0: exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, I would love to be able to watch this movie with if i ever have a child with my daughter and be like you know yeah this is you know we can connect with this this is what it's like and they would be able to understand it because i think it's very hard when you're at that age to be able to be like comprehend what you're going through mm. and I, I think that's what's beautiful about the movie is it 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 captures that those emotions i think it and what can i can i just say i love her little click of friends
3: oh my like, goodness
0: they are so wonderful and they're so like supportive and it's like generally like you you have friendships and uh, i'm just thinking like how many times that we see male friendships on screen you know
2: I and loved it, them so much I wanted to see more uh, of them, I think that was one of my yeah. minor quibbles of the film, like,
0: I want to know what these kids do when they're not running
2: around, you know, talking about the boy band, what do they do, you know, do they, what, yeah, are they yeah. interests too? because they were so
0: great. And, and they all had their own individual personalities. personalities. Yeah, it was wonderful.
2: Yeah. And
1: a mu- totally. a multicultural in the right way. Yes. Did, yes. I loved that. Yeah, there and was an Indian girl, there was, a South, there was a Korean girl, there was a white that's what girl. It,
0: that is what it's like. I don't, you know when you're like a teenager and you're not like necessarily part of the popular crew you just make friends with you know you're not like at least like when I was growing up I had so many different friends from so many different like backgrounds and you know we were like connected by this the, just because we were of the same age and going through the same stuff
3: you know?
0: mm. we may have like had different like backgrounds and you know Uh, but we all had a a common sort of like experience that we were going through and it's like so hard when you're like a teenage Mm. girl going through that and you know you do need the support of your friends
1: uh, but it also it also didn't make a deal of the multicultural side of things they just were right and and and, you know I'm not I don't want to demean anybody's experiences Mm. but you know Toronto is a very multicultural city and Canada you know a lot of Asian people are in I love uh, Canada Canada. Yeah, I just say that yeah uh, shout
0: out to Canada here
1: but (laughs) this was a story about a group of friends this was a personal story about May's relationship to her mother and her wider family and yes there's a little bit of Chinese culture stuff in there Mm. fine but it doesn't it doesn't make it the be all and end all there was no no one was beaten up for what color they were mm, yeah right it just, exactly it was just it was just a really nice they were different yeah. um and obviously they were kind of, you know it's it's the whole math club chess club thing these are the losers <laughs> of the school but and, and 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 you could say oh, okay so they've lent on a bit that Asian girls are good at maths and stuff like that but I don't think it made a a huge deal about it. That's, no, just, that's no. just how it is, and of course, it's coming from the, the director's own experiences as well.
2: Yeah, But you know what I was also revealing was that she was feeling the pressures and she was doing well in school, but then she kind of hid from her mom when she didn't do well. It was all mm. stuffed under her bed. You know, the grades that weren't, uh, you know, A++++ mm. plus, 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 were all stuffed under her bed. So I think any kid can feel that yes. kind of pressure and yeah. relate to that. You know, mm-hmm. you show your parents your best work, right? Yeah, <laughs> but, you you
0: don't necessarily show them your math scores, but you're really great at history and geography so you you know you always tell them like show off your work your your sorry this is getting well too personal
1: (laughs) this is is the B episode where we find out about stuff but in the Asian experience obviously maths and sciences are way more important than art and music and Mm. funnily enough I watched a movie the other that last night sort of was talking about pretty much the same thing where where parents in a school didn't want them putting on a uh, a, a play mm. because that the amount of time my daughter is appearing and practicing to go in your play means she's not doing her maths homework so oh yeah, yeah. That, 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 mm-hmm. that that that's a that's a very real experience but they, they were just nice and lovely and like like so i'd love to see i'd love to see more short films with them or go home with one of the others and find out what their experience. I can't remember any of their names that may talk to what you were saying, Joan, there probably wasn't enough of them.
2: Right? Yeah. I just, I would love to see what does, what does Priya and, 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 and Abby do, you know, maybe when they just hang out together, you know? Yeah. And with the Korean stories, yeah. they do shorts. They do do shorts, and they do do these little spin-off films, which is wonderful. So maybe we'll get to see sometime. But I'd,
1: yeah, I'd like—is it was Abby the the Korean girl? I think yes! Abby Park. Oh, yeah. she was wa- so cool. I, I want to know that. more about her anger management issues, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I I'd love I'd love to see something like that. But again, it's balanced so nicely that it, yeah, gives, well, it, gives, it gives the yeah. story time to breathe.
0: You know what I kind of think this could do with a sequel where it's May as a mother, you know, mm-hmm. Gr- you know, growing up, uh, you know, she's grown up and like her friends are all there and now like she's trying to raise like a child and like you can d- explore more of the world then, you know. Mm. And you know what I would love to see? I loved The Ants.
2: Oh, my goodness. I oh, loved yeah, yeah. There wasn't
0: aunts. enough of them. I know. They were and so I, fun.
2: Another a Pixar, if you're listening, another short, please. But I, I love them. And it would be great if there was a sequel that The Ants, maybe not The Grandmother, but The Ants come in. You know, I love them. They were so well detailed. And, mm. you know, they all just, there was, there was a posse unto themselves. You had May's posse. And then you had, you know, her mom's posse, which were the aunts and the grandmas yeah. to a lesser extent. And it was just one the balance, like you said, Stephen, was just wonderful. So, yeah. Do you know one what? More It's answers. so
0: great to see so many different female characters. And I'm trying to think, like, what other Pixar movies where it's been, like, mostly, a, like, predominantly
1: female. Well, I, c- I can't think of any. No,
0: I can't um, either. There,
1: there's, there's obviously Inside Out. It's got a lead female and some i think a couple of the personalities are but yeah in this film i think there are two male characters that of any note there's yeah. tyler and the dad
0: yeah and they're uh, b- not b- really the major Thorntown, part right? yeah, yeah besides four town there the was oh yeah characters. let's oh, not yeah, forget yeah. them yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh my <laughs> gosh they were so deep dreamy and dishy you know
1: Oh, he speaks four different languages.
0: <laughs> I love that. you know what? It was making me think about the days where I used to look through like the pop magazines that I would get and be like obsessed over like a, like several different boy bands. And now I'm like, oh my God, I feel so cringy. But I was like, oh Justin Timberlake, you know NSYNC, like Backstreet Boys, that sort of stuff. I was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? <laughs>
2: Well, you I'm, know, the interesting thing about the, the the father character, though, this is like something that I maybe, hopefully, maybe we'll get to see. A, that was the only thing I really had a problem with. Her mother supposedly got into this epic battle with her mm. own mother over the dad. And we did not get enough to see her, of him to understand. Oh,
0: yeah. What, yeah, was the, yeah know, what was that? Yeah, their relationship wasn't really explored all that well like I guess they were really happy and in love together but I just didn't yeah. necessarily so just, get just, that.
1: Just remember in, in China you know we, we just, we've got to be very careful about putting the western view of marriage and love being related mm. and, and and these guys are from a slightly different um, right. generation and marriage in Chinese culture can still be very much about a sort of a, a social thing a social climbing thing you know you've got to marry people of the right social stand oh, right. be yeah. um, you know and, and I don't think they didn't explore it too much and it's, it's probably probably a good thing and it was just it was just there to point out that that May's mother and May's grandmother had a similar had a much more fractious relationship mm. I would say actually but yeah it's, it's always just sometimes our our, our western European And I'll include America as Western European, (laughs) even though there's a giant variation in the way. That experience is is a little bit different. And, and, you know, that romantic notion of marrying for love does exist, but it's 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 a very Western phenomenon. Mm. But he does have this lovely moment in her bedroom with May
2: where, you know, he kind of tries to give her like a little bit of a voice of reason, like, you know, it's okay, you know, you're going to be all right, you know, before she goes into the ceremony and, you know, he's like, yeah. he is an outsider kind of in the family because it's so matriarchal, mm. but, you know, his outside view is actually kind of good. You know, it kind of h- helps stabilize her a little
3: bit. I
1: d- you know? And I thought it was great that he was, he's not passive as such, but he's calming. And right, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I liked that because if everybody was all shouty, shouty, it actually could have got quite draining. And he just, he puts up with it. And I know that's a terribly male thing to say. <laughs> he puts up with the name. But he's there as a different kind of influence. And he clearly loves his daughter. And maybe I think he's a little bit more maybe westernized than some of the other people in his family. Um It was it was nice. It, it reminded me of the dad in Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah, where, yeah. where yeah. he's... He's on his daughter's side, but he's not going to fight fights with t- 10,000 years of history behind it.
2: Mm. Yeah, it was, like, it was just a lovely, it, the characters were just lovely developed. You know, the best thing about a Pixar film is that you just want more. You know, mm, you want right. to live in this yes. world with them. You want to hang out with them some more. You want to get to know them better. That's like the best right. thing to say about a Pixar movies. It's just like, can we have some more?
0: <laughs> yeah, not all Pixar movies need the world expanded though. Can I just say like, did we need a finding Dory? No.
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did we need like cars two and cars three? Well,
1: one could well, argue did we need a cars, but that's a different
0: Ah yeah, that's true. Did <laughs> we need a cars? Uh, but, like Monsters University. I don't you know, I really want Pixar to sort of like go with more personal movies. Like onward, I felt the, like was a yeah, personal movie. You the know? Po- the uh, problem they oh, have
1: the, is the same as marvel movies the same as um everything yeah. else in the in the disney canon it's about selling lunchboxes and toys and you keep selling monsters inc lunchboxes by keep making monsters <laughs> inc movies and that's right. the world they're in you know that disney are not doing this for a laugh they're no. doing it they're doing it to make money and all films are there to so make,
0: yeah that enough. kind of but,
1: but having yeah. intellectual property that you can keep pushing out. I mean, I think Cars is a dreadful movie. I have no idea why there's two sequels, but I also know it's a film for boys to sell. Oh, God, yeah. Games, My, yeah. like,
0: younger brother was obsessed with Cars. Like,
1: yeah, everything,
0: Lighting Mc, Light, Lightning McQueen or whatever that Cars yeah. name, That's he, it. Was, he wanted
2: it. But, you know, that has been the Disney model forever. That's why they opened the theme parks in the first mm. place. Yeah, yeah
1: indeed so but i I, mean, I would like a big cuddly red panda and i'm yeah right. can i be
0: <laughs> honest like this this halloween i really want to dress up as me well
1: think, you know? i'm not, not even must. lying i think you must
0: like that like i just want more of that world and i have a, a fear that we're not really going to get a, a, like at least a sequel that's going to make it to the big screen and i wonder if this is a, like are we gonna see more of this from disney like more
2: well here's the good news mm. is that we know that the director has now been promoted oh
0: yay. and now she's a vp Woohoo! so
2: yeah so nice. perhaps this you know i'm taking this as a good sign okay
0: that, yeah yeah, know, yeah
2: there will be more goodness to come and we'll have more intimate stories hmm
0: but I was are kind we excited d- about uh, that? Yes. But are these stories going to just be going directly to Disney Plus?
2: that's that that's that's a model that I don't know if Pixar really has any control over. They do have that kind of distribution thing going on with Disney, right? I mean
1: well they're a wholly owned subsidiary of aren't they yeah and, be- and before that they were part of LucasArts. they're used to this
2: right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's true. so it was always kind of that kind of even when they were their own company they still dealt with distribution through disney so it was mm. kind of you know that's pretty much a decision that's kicked upstairs so to speak
1: but the good news is if she has been promoted what that means is is that they they this has been a success Yeah. right for them. exactly yes. because because it's a yes there's a lot of fantasy in this but it is such a personal story i could see her making a live action film and that's happened before hasn't it like brad Uh, bird's gone off to make proper not proper films that's wrong live action (laughs)
0: um proper films of proper people
1: no but it's not not (laughs) quite what i mean but i mean they are like like you know they are ridiculously high budgeted (laughs) action movies mind you which 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 is probably still but it'd be it would be i'd be love to read read or watch more little stories like this of someone growing up in a but there was Canada a time and... where
0: disney did do those type of films mm. and i don't know why they don't do them anymore you know? well
1: because what they do is instead of making films they make like teen dramas like lizzie mcguire and I, i've really dated myself now because that <laughs> <laughs> hannah montana and stuff like that um yes. i carly which i see they've done again um and that's what my kids love growing up as well all that kind of stuff, where, where you can tell the story well, yes they're hidden in comic things but they are they are stories about growing up and personal stories but I guess that's where they put the money into the into the sort of the Disney TV shows rather than
0: yeah I just wanted and to they say do like
1: Buena Vista as well of course that's yeah. theirs so that's that's the other way they can do it
0: yeah I do I do want to say like you know what is I know we were talking about this earlier, but like Disney Plus, I, do you guys honestly think it's worth a subscription?
2: Well, you know, if I had children at home, it probably would be.
0: Yeah. But. I. For me,
2: personally, not so much.
1: I, I am. I like my Marvel movies. I like my National Geographic. <laughs> it's got lots of Gordon Ramsay goes around the world and is yes. culturally insensitive to people.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's the insensitive stuff... to people. Just full stop.
1: Yeah, so so <laughs> there is stuff on there. There's stuff in there in the star area. Again, yeah. our our view of it maybe in the UK is a little bit different than yours, Joan. It I I, I don't quite know how it works but basically if you like star wars and marvel movies and pixar movies disney plus is the place for you yeah if you've got young children who want to watch those things over and over and over again my god it's a bargain Mm. as as a middle-aged man it's (laughs) on the cusp because i've watched everything i want to watch and the arrival of new stuff on there is going to be slim i mean you Mm. talk you know obviously they own they bought 20th Century Fox's catalogue, I think, as again as we were talking about at the beginning, are they going to do something with that, or are we going to be certainly in the UK stuck because the rights are owned by Sky, right? Which yeah. they won't be in the states and things like that. So, you know, we, when we were talking. There's a lot of streaming services for us, and there's a lot of eight, nine pounds, ten dollars a month kind of things that we're all being asked to pay for, mm. and does disney have enough new content for people who aren't eight years old don't know
0: right yeah and can i just say i'm getting a bit frustrated of having to watch so many different marvel shows yes
2: you don't have to you
3: don't have i
0: know i don't have to but there's gonna like if i want to understand like the next big marvel movie i'm going to have to at least watch something
1: oh indeed and, and that's not for you, that's for me, because I'm you know, i a comic book boy from my youth. This is the best thing ever.
3: Yeah, I just yeah? find a moon, it like... A Moon
1: Knight TV show is like the greatest thing I that's ever happened. I don't know who Moon Knight is. Well, that's, I, and that's I, the I... point. I think you're right. I think they've got maybe got too many, and there is an audience for this. There's an audience yeah. of 50-year-old men who will be really into this, yeah? <laughs> and there's an audience of... But, but I don't think... I think you're being asked too much, you know, in order to watch the next Doctor Strange film, you've got to have yeah. watched one vision. You've got to have watched um, the, the latest Spider-Man movie. Um, you've I got to have watched the yeah. what if animated show to I, make yeah, sense exactly.
0: of it. And I don't have like, Time to commit to all that. But and you're, like, yes, and yeah, and again,
1: yeah. Like, you're not the audience. I am. They are. They are plugging that straight into my. And this is like, yeah, but it's a bit of a
0: shame, really, because they're is, kind of is. like
1: limiting themselves
0: to. They you know, are,
1: but they're also making me have Disney Plus.
0: Yeah. That's,
1: that's, <laughs> that's, that's I, how it works. Do you know
0: what? I really want there to be like more. I I will just say this about Disney Plus. I absolutely like watching like Pam and Tommy I found that really good I found Did watching you, can we um
1: we talk about Pam and Tommy because you mentioned about you wanted to watch Turning Red with your daughter
3: yeah my daughter I...
1: came around my 22 year old daughter and said can we watch <laughs> Pam and Tommy and oh, we watched my God, episodes and I'm, I'm close with my children and I've never hidden anything from them and we've always been very open about yeah. about drugs and sex and things like that but having to watch A Talking Penis with my 22... Oh, my <laughs> God, yeah. That scene was so Absolutely. awkward. I was,
0: like, talking to my aunt about yeah. it. I saw them recently. And I was like, what did... You... They happen to say, like, they would watch it too. And I was like, "And what did you think of that scene? And I they were like, that scene was unnecessary. And I was like, yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? It was just like... Imagine
1: what it was like for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I went out to make a lot of cups of tea because I'm no prude, but I was very awkward. I felt very I, awkward.
0: I, I just, you know, it kind of is fitting with the character, but at the same time, like,
1: yeah, and it... it's taken, it's taken from his autobiography. You know, yeah. It, I mean, that my, you know, this is a bit of a sidebar, but there, I do have a fundamental problem with that that they didn't get either of the people that they were basing this story on's approval, right. and it's yeah. a story about having your privacy invaded.
2: No, it's a Uh, bit alright. There were layers layers of Yeah, that is
1: kind of wrong. Lack of self awareness there, but it was kind of interesting apart. But
0: I will just say like (laughs) the dropout though, I've really got into that. I need to watch more of it. But like
1: that the one about the thoroughness lady.
0: Yes. And I do know what like I wish like there are some good TV series on on Disney Plus, but I do think like their their content is weird you know it's kind of like lots of kids stuff but not enough
1: so like, i'm uh, i'm actually struggling at the moments because um and this is a very stephen centric thing but um they did a film <laughs> recently about anita Mui, who you might not right. know but she was okay. superstar of hong kong culture in the 90s um she's known as the queen of canto pop and the, the 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 chinese madonna she was massive so like her and leslie chung with the two big and she died at the age of 40 in 2003 and of cervical cancer and everyone but everyone loves her, loves her still the, the, there is a point to this and it is a disney plus point they made a biopic of her last year um which was reasonably well received but disney it's being released on disney plus in five parts they've added an hour of extra stuff sort of the, the director's cut and turned it into a five-part mini-series. oh wow only on disney wow. plus china oh and i just thought i didn't realize disney was firewalled like that <laughs> paywall uh. like that and and stuff like that and it's so frustrating because and it's got english subtitles and everything i mean i've let's just say i've made able to get a copy right don't ask how but that annoys me as well. That because that's always been the problem with Netflix. Netflix in France uh, looks very different to Netflix in England. I with,
0: know. The it's same with like, you know, Netflix in America. Yeah. And all across the country, and it's like, I don't know. It just feels really frustrating and, because we're. I I think if people were allowed access to this content, you know.
1: I mean, it's it's not as would, if. Anita the Anita movie is going to have some distributor and it's going to come out in the UK right it's yeah. not it's not going to be tied up in that it's just they and then I look I look at Netflix and the things you know Squid Game and yeah. Yeah, other, we yeah
0: we said that there's, a, there's, the there's audience there's a market
1: for it and, yeah, it was, and yeah. a weird there was a there was a movie it's a trending in the UK today number three this was about two weeks ago was a fairly obscure Hong Kong movie hmm that just ha- you know so, so there's a market for it and yeah maybe and surely disney just want more people getting stuff
0: i do think there's like there's going to be a point where the bubble is going to burst with the mm. streaming platforms and people are just going to be like you know we're already having to tighten our belts unfortunately right yes inflation yeah. is mm-hmm. on the rise mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, the situ- situation isn't, isn't great, especially after the pandemic. Um, and people are going to be like, I don't necessarily have seven ninety nine to spare every month. You know, I don't have nine ninety nine to spare every month. I'm going to have to drop one of these. And
2: well, I think that's happening now.
0: I think, that's well, happening. Yeah, I think yeah. it's already on us. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, like there needs to be something I, I just wish there was a way that you could see what like they all joined i know in a wonderful utopia wonderful b version of utopia all the streaming services are united and they just they're all one big streaming service and they have all the films that you ever want to watch
1: I'm afraid the opposite will happen. (laughs) Yeah. It's already, it's already, you know, you go on Amazon Prime and oh, I really want to watch this movie. And you find out, oh no, you've got to have another 4.99 to get the Arrow player or Uh, the BFI player. And it's okay. I've I've got I think we again we talked before, I've got four streaming services, of which I don't quite count Amazon because that that that's almost a freebie for other things. (laughs) But I can't afford it. I can't afford to buy satellite TV and Cable TV, whatever it is, and Netflix, and Mumbai and Disney Plus, and Apple TV. That's a couple of them. Oh, yeah, I might get yeah. free because of other investments. Yeah, so the Disney I'm getting because I've got O2 Mobile. Right. Uh, Apple yeah. TV I've got because Sports. for a year because I've got an iPhone. Ah, smart
0: as well.
1: But they they're temporary. Yeah, they just get you in. Yeah, and. It doesn't take long, does it? Suddenly, you're paying hundred pound a month on top of the hundred pound a month I'm paying just to watch TV and have the internet. That's mm. ridiculous.
2: It is. It is. That's... And I think I think we're I think we're seeing the bubble burst. I really do. At least in this country, uh, Netflix. Everybody is just leaving in droves. You know. I, yeah. Um, it's it, it's begun. It's begun. The exodus has begun.
0: And I, I you know, what it, it's a bit of a shame in a lots of ways because I did feel like for a while I thought, oh, Netflix is going to be the future of film because they did they were supporting movies like roma you know various yeah. other films but and, the,
1: yeah but that's... the problem is i what's going to happen is is that jeff bezos or whoever's replaced him at amazon and the disney corporation are going to win this battle
3: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and
1: and that's the issue i i I like these smaller streamings. I'd much rather support Mubi than, oh yes, than, yes. or um, even I don't know the BFI player than oh, I yes. would support um, uh, uh, Disney Plus, right?
0: Because those are the streaming platforms that are um, showing the older movies. They are showing the movies from world cinema, and mm. if they go, then what's going to happen?
1: Yeah, we're never going get... to get
0: those films shown on the likes of disney plus
1: no and you millennials don't like keeping dvds and blu-rays do you so uh maybe uh, not you uh, but but i so so i emily from the barbie podcast i do we did a recording here at my house and she was shocked at how many dvds and (laughs) blu-rays i had because she's your age be, yeah and she's just like what the <laughs> are you doing to stream them all
0: oh, and, yeah, no. and i'm like
1: well you don't a you don't understand <laughs> but there's <laughs> so, something
0: it. so beautiful about holding a physical copy of oh
1: these of, course films. of course there is of course and it's not to say as again as we were saying earlier i'm still watching them on streaming i just own them as well you know and i think that's I don't, that's just something I want to do, but I think that world's disappearing. And so I think, mm. you know, the, my point is, I think you're right. I think there will be a place where we will lose the access to, and you say older stuff. I don't, yeah. I think, I think older becomes a smaller and smaller time frame.
0: Yes. Yeah. Any film like pre 1990 is old now. <laughs>
1: Well, I think you're right. I think I think you're absolutely right, and it's harder and harder. And, and unless I honestly, that film
0: is Star Wars or Back to the Future, or you know, so it's or either got,
1: it's either yeah it's either got to be of some still relevant franchise, yeah, yeah or it's a cult film. Yeah. It's easier to find a cult film than watch a film from the 1960s. You know, like a really <laughs> yeah,
2: film that's, that's very true.
1: Film. <laughs> that, 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 I'll have to edit that out. <laughs> but, um,
2: yeah, it's true. It's, it's when I when I was interviewing the people at uh, Scarecrow Video in Seattle, they made a, made a very important point. Uh, at their estimate, only about thirty thousand films are available of all the streaming services combined. And you know that is their argument. Crazy. For, yeah, which is their argument for you know the importance of physical media, and they have a very valid point. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't fight for your ability to have access, you will lose it. And it's kind of sad because, uh, you know, the 1970s was an incredible time for film. Oh, it was my am- gosh, yes. amazing And film.
0: I just put my poll out there to say what people think of the best decade of cinema and that people overwhelmingly vote for the 70s.
2: And yet that's considered ancient history, you know, and, and, and <gasps> yeah, our, our, our collective yeah. memory goes back to the 90s and we think that's old. And, uh, uh. So, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a scary thing because... Uh, what happens when TCM, you know, even TCM is kind of getting limited in its ability to offer you like, even pre-code films, you know, mm. because the demand is not there.
1: And then but, we go further yeah. because then we've got these. You know, in a way, we always have. It. There's always been like a, a level of censorship in what you're getting to see. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. been, yeah. you know, even with that, with the traditional film distribution, you know, films can disappear, get hidden, taken away. Harvey Weinstein, whatever you want to say, right, yes. yeah. They, they, they yeah. In, in Harvey Weinstein in his f- film distributor way, not in all the other f- ways he is as human being. But <laughs> it suddenly it will become: what does Amazon want you to be able to watch? And that and what version? Right, and, and what version? And that then becomes a little bit scary. You know, what does Disney want you to watch? And it's 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 just that ability to censor to hide um becomes worrying and if we lose at the moment at the very least i can go to some obscure website and buy an obscure film and yes it might cost me money but at least i can still do that if people stop doing that then i can't do that anymore
0: but but the, the thing is it's not just we're talking about films in the 1970s and you know but What about films from the 2000s? You know? Like, I remember movies that I saw on VHS, and they've never been released on DVD.
2: Exactly.
0: So, Mm. I just don't understand. Like, you know, what... Like, we we live in a a digital age. Surely everything should be available.
1: Whereas instead, the digital age is actually leading us to a place where less and less is available. Mm. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? You know, there's enough storage in the world to save every movie ever. Yeah. But someone's got to do that first. So someone, you know, films don't just appear on you know the streaming e- services.
0: Elon, Elon Musk, stop! You know, don't buy Twitter. Save movies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it's not
2: only like that either. It's the, uh, the people have to be people have to be told that they even exist. They're not going to search for
0: something that they don't know is out there. Or
2: they're not going to ask for something that they don't know is out there. That's why, really, film criticism is important because we don't tell people, "Wow, you know, just you know." I remember this great film, and it was Mm. wonderful, and it changed my life. You know, people say, "Well, what's the purpose of film criticism?" In this world that we live in, we are kind of the gatekeepers. We're kind of the educators.
0: And this is why we need diversity in film criticism. Exactly. Because Mm. if it is just a certain group of individuals, they're going to only pick films that connect with them and I've have, and let's just say like turning red there was that I can't remember that review where it was that man who said I can't connect to this movie because it's about a thirteen year old you know <laughs> and I, I was just like well I can't necessarily connect with uh talking fox in like medieval England you know but you know I could still Was that,
1: enjoy was that a Robin Hood reference? Yeah, that was <laughs> okay. I was just thinking, what's she talking about? <laughs> but no, I can... but I, and I can't connect with being a giant great white shark in Amateur. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, either. exactly. That's ridiculous. You know, Not every film has to be a crowd pleaser for everybody. I mean, Pixar right, probably exactly. does. Yeah, yeah. Pixar probably does have this, this expectation of the cost that these things cost to make and blah, blah, blah. So it probably does have to be. But yeah, that was a ridiculous point.
0: I know and this is but this is the thing if that's the only voice in film criticism that people have access to they're just going to write off the movie
3: Mm. you know this
0: is the danger of film criticism We, we do need that you know that's what what is so good about in their own league you know not to to our own horn but we're pretty we're pretty cool
1: <laughs> Look at that! Look at, that's why you're the boss, B, Right? Because <laughs> turn that conversation into an advert for our website. I
0: know
3: it's good, isn't it?
1: <laughs> so that's a that's a segue and a half. Well done.
3: That is, yeah. But your but,
1: point, your point yeah. is absolutely valid. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah. It, it's. I was just, and, and the other th- just one last thing on this. You know, mm. we, we talked again earlier about lots of stuffs on YouTube. Yeah, that people yeah. have a lot of films like from the 50s and from my point of view a lot of um asian cinema a lot of hong kong yeah. cinema from the 90s i'll never get they will never be dvds because they were making them ten a penny yeah <laughs> <laughs> unless they unless they star jackie chan
0: yeah they're never gonna get, get laid to- yeah, yeah.
1: Never, I'm never going to get a chance to see them and people are never going to get a chance to see them and I've seen a couple of films in the last couple of months that are fantastic, I've never even heard of and I like to think of myself as a bit of an expert and YouTube, brilliant, alright there's all kinds of issues there around copyright and things like that but let's just park that however, YouTube could disappear tomorrow yes, exactly Yeah, yeah. yeah if it if if it doesn't make money Google mm. won't keep it running that's um, correct. and that's the yeah. same is true of amazon prime of netflix of you know the people might buy up the catalogue but the actual platforms are temporary as with everything in the internet you know the things that we used to use back in the 90s or uh, oh yeah rest
0: Rest, rest, rest (laughs) in in (laughs) peace
1: aol chat aol chat Yahoo chat. disc is no more, so you know that,
0: that kind of. Yeah. Went by the way, so. <laughs> it,
1: it did, and and those discs, and those video cassettes, and CDs, and DVDs. You remember, were, like, oh, what was oh, it,
0: it? You know, it wasn't just Blu-ray. What was the other thing?
1: The, uh... Well, we've had loads, haven't we? What was the one that yeah. Mike were pimping? Um, there was like a oh, HD DVD or something. something yes. Like
3: that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I mean, there's a load of dead formats that have happened, but even, you know, Blu-rays and CDs, I was sold a story back in the 80s when Dire Straits released Brothers in Arms, which everybody bought, the only CD they could buy for their their CD player, that these (laughs) things, you could spread jam on them and they'd last forever. (laughs) All my CDs from the (laughs) 80s and 90s have all rotted and they're unplayable now.
0: Because you spread too much jam. No, I didn't
1: spread any jam them. You but were they, there they, like, oh, let's spread, spread. It's, it's...
0: you know, let <laughs> you were like, but what about peanut butter? Can I spread peanut butter?
1: The problem is that you know me too well and they're exactly the questions <laughs> like eight year old me was going through at the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is good, but you're not really stretching the scientific theory, are you? <laughs> but my, point, my point is even physical media dies. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yes, and, But,
1: but. That dies over time. And um, but mm. but these streaming things, they only exist and they could disappear tomorrow. Friends Reunited used to be a really big website that none of you will remember, but it was bigger than Facebook in the UK and it oh, doesn't right, even yeah. exist anymore. Um yeah. Tom from um MySpace, still around, but who uses MySpace anymore? <laughs> Truly right.
2: goodness.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and this can happen with everything as we as we go up to that cloud and the, the point is your your story that you're telling about that people can't afford them all and only them mm-hmm. are going to win it's, it's just going to be finite it's very concerning and 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 it's you it's incumbent on us to keep it alive a
0: physical copy of turning bread
1: do. do you think we they will it. do you think they'll do that
0: they should do you know what? people i would love to own a physical
1: copy of that movie well i, I think they, i think they will because i think there is still this audience because because it's on oh, no, a bunny earring a kid's movie i think <laughs> there is still you know a, it's a pixar movie it'll get a release it'll have a special edition that make them more money but also because it's a kid's movie they want to put it in their dvd or blu-ray player in the holiday home or in the car to keep the on repeat exactly I, was yeah. Say, yeah. 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 I think other raise films your, are the
2: card in lips.
1: yeah i think i think there are lots of other films though which aren't getting physical releases, yes. and that's that's the concern. Mm. You
2: know, and the Apple, other concern Apple, that you're Apple. bringing up is that now it's a matter of the have and the have-nots of can you afford the streaming services? Mm. So now All it becomes right. a matter of the have and the have-nots of those who can afford them and those who can't. So there's another but, gate right there, another it, gate, exactly.
1: gate right there. But Apple have no. Interest in releasing a physical DVD of the Oscar winning film this year. Really? They're not, they're not, they're, goodness, they're no really? plan, no plans to, as, uh, that, that might change and people in the future, I'm sorry, I, I was wrong, but as I understand it now, Coda isn't getting a physical release. Apple have no but interest in that world. Because it doesn't work with Apple's model. You know, wow. Steve Jobs set this world up for them, where everything is going to be streaming. He was ahead of the curve, actually, on that. He was miles ahead of it, yeah? Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, it could be quite possible that it could be the Oscar-winning movie. Wow. No one's going to be able to see it, because what do they want to do? They want you to get Apple TV to watch it.
0: It's yeah, such yeah. a shame, because, I don't know, Like I love watching, being able to watch movies um, mm. on my laptop, you know? Mm. That is a fun thing. But do you know what? I really enjoyed watching The Northman on a big screen. And you know what? I would have loved to have seen Coda on a big screen, even though it's a small drama picture. There you are know, moments in that movie where I was like, oh, I would love to see that, you know, on a big screen. Like, to get those... You know, because the film is so much about sound and music. Mm.
1: And and you don't, you can't you really replicate the cinematic sound. You
0: not replicate sounds. that, no. Now,
1: what the other thing will happen is, all it will do, it will increase piracy. Yep. And
2: that's a bad Almost thing. definitely. Yeah.
1: And, well, I'm told that's a bad thing, because at the front of all those video cassettes in the 80s and 90s that I used to read, it told me <laughs> it was, right? But if,
0: Sorry, Stephen. Obviously, you're, like, from the UK but do you remember where it was like you wouldn't steal like that's a car. right you, you, wouldn't you wouldn't steal a steal car ham, handbag
1: that's right no I do <laughs> I of, absolutely remember that and you
0: am uh, IT crowd did you ever see the IT yes, crowd yes 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 like, you wouldn't steal a policeman's helmet and then like you know yeah. Defecating in it and then send it to his widow and stuff like <laughs> that <laughs> no one will get that
1: reference but aren't but... we in a funny place then mm. where piracy may well be the what? only thing which is librifying oh, that's a word i've just invented yeah. that that's oh, that, gosh. That, that's keeping um so we have this we have this discussion in so one of my other hobbies is retro computers retro video games things like that and there's obviously yeah. a huge issue with you know people saving roms of super mario world or whatever it <laughs> <is>. <laughs> and a lot of things that sort of the era i'm interested again the 80s and 90s and the home computer market in the uk these companies don't exist anymore no one's right. no one's right. rights to yeah. anything and if it is wasn't for pirates mm. they would have disappeared and that could happen to cinema i mean
3: So I'm not advocating
1: advocating Piracy We're
0: (laughs) all going to be future pirates It's going to be our future job
1: description (laughs) Yeah (laughs) You know what
0: I'll just say My favourite film growing up was Cutthroat Island So you know That's right
1: Gina Davis was really ripping DVDs onto (laughs) (laughs) A hard drive somewhere (laughs) (laughs) If we don't you know, if, if if the industry doesn't wake up to this, right, this yeah. going to happen, that's the point. So where were we? This is a film about a um a girl who <laughs> under stress turns into a giant red panda. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I can I just say I, I absolutely love turning red. I'm so glad it got made. And I'm so glad like at least um yeah, I think hopefully in a way, maybe more people got a chance to see it because it was streamed on Disney Plus. You know, mm. I, I it is a worry that it probably would have underperformed at the box office and it wouldn't have, you know, be written off as being, you know, unsuccessful. Mm. So at least it you know, thank goodness that it got made.
1: But it would it, be nice if if there was a limited run at least to give people a chance to yeah. go and see it. You yeah. know
0: what? Like do, you just can't beat the cinema experience. Let's be completely honest.
2: You know, really, Pixar, if you're listening, this would be a great summer release for kids in the summer. You know, a short mm. release in the summer. You know how they used to let Disney films uh, re-released and in the summer for kids to yeah.
3: see.
1: This
2: yeah. would be great. This would be wonderful.
1: Well, it's but, Saturday uh, cool. morning manate- manatee. Manatee is a is a is a sea living mammal. <laughs> um,
2: that's an egg <laughs> But I'm very hopeful that Turning Red is going to be the star of a new era in Pixar. I'm really kind of excited about it. Yeah,
1: me too. And and I didn't even get a chance to talk about all the anime influences in it as well, Uh, Oh
0: Well, maybe you could write a piece, I don't know, Animated April still ongoing. I could do,
1: although I hear you want about Barbie as well, so, you know. Yeah,
0: what's going on with that?
1: I'm a waste of human flesh, B Oh, no, you're
0: not. (laughs) I feel really bad. I'm so demanding. Is me not, like, actually i'm still working on my little mermaid like, no, piece.
1: no there will be that's a that's a good idea i mean there are plenty of articles on the internet but i found it interesting but basically if you haven't seen turning red and you like sailor moon
0: Ooh, love you gonna a moment
1: of turning red because clearly the director loved sailor moon growing and, up
0: can i just say sailor moon like sailor moon card captors i was like obsessed with those growing up and pokemon so like yeah like anime was a huge thing in my childhood and I don't want to admit that but I have so now it's on podcasts
1: well and and I I, you can pay me to edit it out or not
0: no no (laughs) it's fine I'm not going to be ashamed of who I am you shouldn't
1: be I'm not going to anime shame you I kind of like anime how can I (laughs) you
0: know what can I just say if you haven't seen um Death Note, then what the hell have you been doing with your life? Because that, you know, that's a series that is incredible and can never be made into a proper, like, you know, live action.
1: Ah, but it series. has. You do know yeah, it has.
0: I know it has, but and you
1: do know they're f- dreadful, both I the know, Netflix that's one, that's the Netflix one, that's the that's one that's and the Japanese like. I know, but, and
0: that's the awesome. thing. Like, you know, you just can't with some animated things like i you know I we're turning to... red i just I can't see it or that ever been live action
2: oh I don't know. i'm surprised you don't say it reminds you of tutorial uh you, well, i just saw tutorial through all of this i was like oh my god so, uh, yeah
1: so that's like my second favorite film of all time and clearly <laughs> my neighbor t- or, you know big furry cuddly
0: seriously yeah I Remember love that? An, yeah that is actually really oh
1: and and obviously it's it's vibing on ranma one half where the dad is a giant panda of, of mm. the great panda variety rather than i mean that's like that's an interesting show we should really maybe find a chance <laughs> to have a crossover with the asian cinema film club where where a girl turns into a boy turns into a girl depending on the situation that's um
0: Oh, I'm down for that. That'd oh, be that's great.
1: Cool. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. that's uh that's that's something we could maybe explore as a crossover. But yes, this you know, obviously the director was embedded in that and these are all sort of nineties anime and manga are being referenced throughout the film. Right,
0: I just wanna say, Stephen, good luck. And just podcast
1: <laughs> but, I know, right? <laughs> it's mental.
0: I cannot oh. wait.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Shall we say goodnight? <laughs>
0: yeah we, we should, should take a night
1: <laughs> yeah shall we <laughs> there'll be extra content of of there's a bonus episode of just the random we're <laughs> talking about
0: you know what let it's, it's quality stuff though i'm not gonna like deny it's, that like this is important things that need to be discussed it's really really hard yeah, yeah there you go it. yeah we, we Two shall podcasts in one.
1: We, we shall see we shall see
0: well, anyway, let's wrap this up. So thank you, Joan, for joining me to, today on this, like, wonderful epic podcast. Uh, where, <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> where can everybody find you? Oh, uh,
2: in their league. And uh, in Filmonomy, And occasionally at the Alliance of, of, uh, of wi- fi- uh, Women Film Journalists.
0: Yes, that's awesome. And um, if you... Ha- had to name one of your favorite animated films for animated april what would you say
2: finding nemo love it
0: nice i love that that was that's a good yeah that's a great movie and stephen what about yourself where can people find you
1: oh uh, well you'll find me on other podcasts like the asian cinema film club and the y this film Barbie stream we're still doing that we <laughs> are um, still
0: doing that how many Barbie movies have you got through so far uh,
1: I think we're into about 14 or so we're on a what? bit of a bit of a pause now but we're oh, we're gosh. getting it out but the Asian Cinema Film Club's every two weeks I've got another podcast under wraps that I'll um I'll be publishing later and you're going to ask me my favorite animated movie
0: I am yes
1: it's almost as if I guessed how this worked. Perfect Blue. Oh my gosh, I love that movie so much. Avoid the live action version, but that movie <laughs> Oh is, I did is, not know there was a live action it's,
0: version. It's, oh it's, my it's a Japanese
1: one. It's dreadful. But yes, a, a, any <laughs> film for that director. But Perfect Blue is just
0: Yeah. And Paprika.
1: Um, Paprika, same director. Um what else? Well, we've actually covered most of his films on the Asian cinema podcast because it's Elwood's yeah. favourite director. Um and then sadly he died young as well, so there's a mm. finite number of them. But yeah, Perfect Blue, I think, is is just this. It's Can I just old... say
0: that movie was ahead of its time?
1: Oh, and it's 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 a, it shows you the animation. Japanese animation isn't it, it isn't just for children, it's for no, grown-ups no. as well. And it was released at a time where a lot of the anime that was coming over here was actually quite awful, you know, Legends of the <laughs> Overcene and rape culturey stuff. Yeah. And and whilst Perfect Blue is is quite mature, you know, it's it's a mm-hmm. film noir, isn't it? and it's about stalking. Um watched it again a couple of years ago for the for the for the podcast and right. yeah, yeah. the story that it was telling is as relevant today yes. as it was yeah. then. You know, stalker and culture and that, that kind of thing. That film
0: has influenced so many like mm. um, film directors. You know, look at Black Swan.
1: Darren Aronofsky. Mm-hmm. Ripped it off and admitted Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad that you brought that film up. So, yeah. yeah. No, you know.
1: highly recommended.
0: Mm, mm. Excellent. Awesome. What about, uh, what about me? Oh, gosh. What about my favourite animated film? So, I love Fox and the Hound. Um, I cannot watch that movie ever again. Uh, <laughs> I also love Grave of the Fireflies cannot watch that movie ever my again Oh god
1: you like some <laughs> dark old films
0: i get yeah bambi love that movie can never Play watch dogs? it again
1: when the yeah, wind any... blows all the cheery ones oh my all goodness
0: that, yeah 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 any <laughs> any film that just like is devastating i love it but i can never watch it again
1: i mean grave of the fireflies is it's just uh, uh, is i can't is this is hunch, what is the
0: most sad this is so truly sad i cannot even look at stills from that movie without no planning. no
2: mm-hmm. seriously
0: and uh, like it's so beautiful a movie but like no no i and um, i i just i would love to re-watch it at some point but i know like i tried uh was, like first 10 minutes and i was like no i can't <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll give you a deep cut recommendation you may have seen it be but have you seen um the Miyazaki? i think it's is it a miyazaki film no it's not but it's a ghibli film ghibli film ghibli don't never know how to say it um only yesterday
0: no i haven't
1: so it's a it's a story of a woman goes back home sort of middle-aged woman goes back home to her and, and has memories of just growing up in yeah. rural japan and it's just lovely and beautifully animated and there's a scene in it where they come across a Pineapple for the first time. The dad's so happy. So they've got this oh pineapple from the market, and they, and you know, this is this is to show how the you know the world is changing, how Japan is opening up to to yeah. things in the world, and they're all really excited. Then they realise they don't know how to eat it. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm already getting emotional just. It's,
0: hearing yeah, you if, if you can,
1: that it's too. it's very easily available, but only yesterday, you know. If if you wanted, just uh, it's it's not. Quite like turning red in the fence, there isn't that whole magical girl thing, it's a much more grounded, realistic story, but it's just lovely. And you'll reach a certain age where you are nostalgic for your childhood, yeah. Um, maybe not quite there yet, but I guarantee in the next three or four years, <laughs> and just no, I'm already that, there, yeah. Don't worry. I'm already at
0: that point, I've I been mean, at that abs- point since like 2010. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's a it's a lovely movie and one one of that studio's films that I think gets underrepresented.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh God, we, could well. a, we could do a whole podcast on. Yeah, Let's maybe feel. we, we will
0: for next animated April.
1: Yeah. yeah we'll write an article about every single movie, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, thank you both for joining me for this podcast. I've really enjoyed it, and um you can head over to In Their Own League and check out our wonderful selection of animated movies. We've had some great special guest writers join us and it's so nice to read people's thoughts about the, you know, the animated movies that have come out from the last five years because I was like, you know what, um, I have. I can't, we've had some great animated films that have been released and, you know, um, I've loved reading everyone's pieces on it so I really really would love people to go check that out like and share and obviously subscribe to the podcast because it really does help us so thank you so much for listening Uh, I hope you enjoyed and you you know we'll be back we'll have uh, another great podcast and uh, yeah thank you everybody so goodbye